This is the Urban Phoenix Podcast with your host, Arian Horvitz. But first, a word from our sponsor. We had awkward moment of the year happen uh, just, a, just a little while before midnight in, in the final, final hours of, of 2019. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody, by the way. But the uh, story came out this morning that uh, Assemblyman um, Brian Kolb, was uh, pulled over. He was arrested for drunk driving uh, in Victor, um, a suburb of Rochester, if you're not from here, uh, on New Year's Eve. The super awkward part of it, and look, you know, officials, this happens, you know, uh, people make mistakes. I, I, anybody makes Listen, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. But people make mistakes, right? The really super awkward part about this and laughable part about this is that on the 26th, on December 26th, he was featured um, in a Messenger Post article, a a local newspaper, basically giving a speech about uh, your options. Uh, He said, there is no excuse for impaired driving this holiday season. That was his quote. Uh, And, you know, giving giving a speech about, you know, how... uh, you know how we have options now. We have lots of options: Uber, Lyft, whatever, and and things like that. So, uh, super awkward moment when days later he gets arrested for trunk driving on New Year's Eve. How ridiculous is that? I mean, look, you know, people make mistakes. Uh, I, I get it. We we've all made mistakes in our lives. Um, I understand that, but you know, and and, and listen, there's nothing funny or or you know, whatever about, about drunk driving. It's, it's terrible and, and, and nobody should do it, but people do make mistakes and, you know, we, we all need to, to, to remember that. But man, when you make that statement, that, that bold statement, that couple of days before you're actually caught doing exactly what you preach to people not to do, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Um, I want to talk about something that's just as bad or maybe even worse. To be perfectly honest, uh, and uh, it's also related to shocker cars. Last week, uh, on my way to work, um, I, I was I was a, a driver uh, decided that he wanted to try and kill me. So this is the first time this has happened where a driver has um, actually attempted to uh, intimidate me with his car. Not, not, uh, wasn't a situation where just somebody was being careless. This isn't, and it, there's an, it was intent involved. Um, let me explain what happened. So, uh, I was actually riding with my coworker who just got a new, uh, Sondor's electric bike, just like me. And, uh, we were riding to work. Uh, it's about seven 30 in the morning and we were actually cutting through. Here's the, here's a really interesting thing. We were on this little side road that cuts through, a medical facility park, basically. It was, it's a legitimate road, uh, but it was, you know, it's an extremely low traffic road. There literally wasn't any other cars on the road. 7.30 in the morning, super early. It's, it's dark out. We have lights on all over the place on our bikes. And this guy pulls up behind us uh, driving a gold Mercedes, a 98 gold Mercedes. Uh, I know this because I looked it up and I uh, looked up the plate. Um, and, you know, I look behind me, it's one of those things, I look behind me and, and you know, and then 10 seconds later, I look behind me again, and this guy is right, like right on my tail. I mean, he's right there. And he proceeds to pass us extremely close. 
extremely close. I'm like, hey, you know, what, what, what's the deal? There wasn't a car in sight. He had the whole other lane to himself if he wanted to pass us. But he, he chose to pass us, you know, within a foot of us, uh, of us cycling. So, you know, he comes by and I didn't think anything of it. I mean, jerks like that are all over the place, right? So um, he passes my myself and he passes my coworker and we're biking to work there. And he, there's a right turn up ahead, like right up ahead. And I'm like, are you serious? He's going to do that to us and then he's going to, you know, pull, make a right hand turn right in front of us. You know, could, could you, could you have waited literally about six seconds? Um, so instead he kind of pretends like he's going to pull into that turn and he stops basically cutting us off. And we're like, you know, what's, what is this guy doing? What is the deal? And we kind of, you know, I, he's obviously trying to intimidate us, right? I don't know what the deal is. Doesn't roll down his window. Doesn't do anything. We did nothing to provoke this man. Nothing at all. So he stops there. And there's a little space for us to get by between the curb and the right front corner of his car. So, you know, I, to be honest, I, I go by and I flip him off. I'm like, dude, what? Excuse my French. What the fuck? <laughs> It was it was ridiculous, you know. It was it was just stupid. So you know, we continue on, and he continues to follow us, and then proceeds to pass us even closer, uh, where his mirror was inches away from my, you know, from from my bike. And you know, I mean, obviously at this point he's he's crazy. So he passes us and then stops right, again right in front of us. And at this point, I tell my coworker to kind of get out of the way and and pull onto the sidewalk. Um, meanwhile, you know, so she's protected by the curb. Meanwhile, I am behind him and I'm taking his plate number down. I'm shouting out his plate number to my coworker and, and, uh, and, you know, I'm about to take my phone out so I can take a picture of his plate in his car. And, uh, cause this is, this is now, this is now intimidation. He's now trying to hurt us physically trying to, you know, I don't about necessarily hit us with his car, but you know, to that point anyway. So, uh, I'm behind him and I'm probably about how I would say, five yards behind him, something like that. Um, and he proceeds to back up into me. And uh, he doesn't make, ever make contact with me, but he's ba- he's slowly backing up, and I get out of the way. I immediately get out of the way. I get up on the curb. And uh, so all I see is I'm looking. It's, it's dark, mind you. And I, you know, I'm looking, tr- trying to see him through the window. He never rolls down his window, which is really weird. Uh, during this whole thing, and I see him inside, and he's pointing at me, shaking his finger at me, he's doing something, and he's in a suit and tie. This might be a doctor. <laughs> That's the sad part, is this is a medical complex, and this might be a doctor. So he, he's pointing at me with his finger, you know, again, no cars around, there's not a soul in sight here. There's, there's, there's nothing that we did to this man. So he's just, he's just having a bad morning. <laughs> so... I don't get it. I don't understand this. But this man literally tried to back up into me. Um, you know, eventually, for you know, he kind of peeled off and and went the other way. I th- I think I don't know. He it's weird. There's a little like condo place or um, townhouse. Sorry, not condo townhouse. Um, you know, facility uh, across the street, and he kind of went over there and then pulled into a driveway and then pulled out of the driveway and left. I don't know if he didn't want us to know where he lived or something. I don't know what the deal was with this guy. He was a mess. 
Um, but you know, this wasn't just some schmuck. I mean, this this is a guy driving a Mercedes in a in a in, mind you a an older Mercedes certainly in a suit and tie, and you know tried to intimidate us, tried to hit us with his vehicle. Uh, filed a police report. Um, I don't know what came of it, but Brighton Police was wonderful. I sent an officer to uh, to us and uh, um, took our statement. He was very supportive and and and, and excellent. And he said he, they were gonna they were gonna find him and and, uh, and you know give him a talking to. So um, I'm sure he didn't get any tickets. I'm sure he didn't you know get anything. And you know that's the shame of it all. <laughs> um, uh, that that really is. And uh, but. You know, thanks to you know Brighton Police Department for taking the situation seriously and handling it and, and doing whatever. I mean, sometimes that's that's the only thing we can do because it's obviously it's our word against his, and I didn't have any video of it or anything like that. But getting back to the main point, you know, this is that was the first time that that happened to me. Um, I've seen it happen to other people on video a million times, where people just lose their minds. Drivers just lose their minds. They lose their minds out there and they think that it's okay somehow. It, they've, that man dehumanized us. That man dehumanized us. He lost all connection with the fact that he's driving a 3,000-pound vehicle. He lost all connection with the fact that he is driving a heavy piece of machinery around two people that he could easily kill like that. I don't know what his intent was. I don't know what his motive was. I don't know what was on his mind, what he was thinking, but he snapped. And that happens more often than, than I'd like to admit. People snap and they forget. They forget they're driving a car. Never forget what you are piloting. If you were driving a car, look, if you want to drive a car, awesome. Go for it. Not everybody wants to bike like me. Not everybody wants to ride public transportation. Are these things better for the environment? Are they better for our communities? Are they better for us as humans? Absolutely. But if you just want to drive your car everywhere, go for it. Knock yourself out. But never forget the responsibility you have to the people around you and to the environment around you when you pilot that vehicle. Never forget the power that you are wielding right now and the ability to take life instantly. I'm saying this for myself and I'm saying this for every other cyclist and pedestrian on the road. I'm saying this for every driver on the road because they're, you know, just because you're surrounded by, just because you're you're in another car doesn't mean somebody else, uh, you know, can't hurt you. We see this every day. 40,000 people die every year in this country from car crashes. Most of those are drivers and passengers. Never forget the power that you're wielding when you get behind a wheel. This man forgot it. This man lost it. Maybe he never had it. Maybe he never appreciated it. And maybe he never will appreciate what he has in his hands what is surrounding him, the amount of weight that he is carrying around with him that can end life so quickly. Maybe he. this is just one of those people that doesn't appreciate that. Always appreciate that. No matter what you do, every second when you're driving, appreciate what you are wielding. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Be safe out there. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you soon.